Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jane. Just a, a few things to uh, re-highlight, two highlights uh, before I dive into this amazing passage. Uh, number one, Simon's at Ipswich Inter- International Church Day preaching. Uh, we get Harold back next week. So uh, Harold will be preaching with Simon uh, next week here at church. So put it in your diaries, don't miss it. It's going to be a great morning. And then in two weeks' time, we will end together our uh, Daniel fast, which means I can have cake what I'm missing this year, cake. It's really bad. It was coffee last year. It's cake this year. When will I break all these habits? Um, and we'll be celebrating together. Ipswich International Church will be joining us here for an hour family service together. We'll all be in together, children, young people, to celebrate the breakthroughs that God has done in our lives uh, over this fast. So that's two weeks' time, just to remind you. And we will begin at 11, 11 o'clock which probably means that Ipswich International Church will be on time. I reckon. Do you reckon? We've told them to be here at half nine, so, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Bless them in their timekeeping. Uh, Number two, uh, just to remind you, it is a church meeting this week. We've uh, seen the video, but just to remind you, if you're a church member, we only have three of these a year now, uh, and so they are really important. There is important things that happen around our finance, around church membership, that we would love you to come uh, this Tuesday for half past seven. We begin with worship and prayer. Being it's the Daniel Fast, we will be focusing a lot on the the material of the day as well. Uh, So do come along this Tuesday if you're a church member for our church meeting. And uh, finally, this Friday is our worship night here. We were at IIC on Friday and the power of God was tangible in that space. We had the most wonderful time of worship. We saw healing and we saw God's name praised in a beautiful way. Do not miss this Friday here in uh, the downstairs of our church as we worship together at half past seven. Uh, If you've got children, they're very welcome to come. I'll be bringing mine for the first little bit to worship together. Don't feel bad about leaving uh, after a while to take them home and get them to bed. They're very welcome to come if that works for you. It's an exciting time, this Daniel Fast, despite the lack of cake. Uh, so today I'm preaching caffeine-free and sugar-free. So if I fall asleep halfway through, wake me up. But actually I feel more inspired uh, about who God is right at this moment because he has done some amazing things already in my life this uh, week, which I will share at another point. But as I preach today, I want to preach about breakthrough. But I also want to use two other words that I think are really significant in... Uh, as we think about breakthrough. Breakthrough, according to dictionaries, I've kind of hacked a few dictionary definitions together here, is a sudden and dramatic and important discovery or development. Aha moment, not as in the band, 
where you all have to start dancing to cheesy tunes, but in a like, wow, that was an amazing development or a discovery, something that just dramatically changes. When Harold, David and myself met to pray about the Daniel Fast this year, uh, really, even before we started praying, the word breakthrough came up about 20 times, just in our little coffee time beforehand. It became really clear that that's what God was asking us to base the Daniel Fast around this year. It was amazing that the three of us together came and we were chatting, and I think it came out of this holy discontent that we needed to see breakthrough in our own personal lives, but also in our lives of our churches collectively. And as I've listened around the place this week, as we've met together to pray, uh, you ask somebody, what breakthrough are you praying for? And this is the list I've compiled of, of things that kind of are themes that people are praying for. Loads of us are praying for healing, for breakthrough in our physical or emotional health. Loads of us are praying for a breakthrough with friends and family to come to know Jesus. Quite a few of us have said to me, I'm praying for breakthrough for something in my family or my marriage so that I thrive rather than just survive. Some of us have said that we want to break through in the way we worship together and in our own worship times, that we feel that sense that I never want to stop worshipping. A few of us have said to me, I want to see breakthrough with a dream that I've held on for such a long time with. Somebody said to me on Friday that they long to see breakthrough in our education establishments for schools to be safe and thriving places of community. A good number of people have said that they long for a friend or a family or themselves to see breakthrough with substance abuse. These are the breakthroughs we are longing for, for a sudden and dramatic and important change where something shifts that will never, ever go back to where it was before. I'm longing for those things. Are you? You can talk. It's all good. You're going to talk now because when we... uh, When I started thinking about breakthrough, loads of Bible verses and Bible stories came to mind. And uh, we had one last week with the Jericho walls coming down. Fortunately, we didn't all get given trumpets to take home like one year we did. Do you remember that? That was a good year, wasn't it? Um, But there's loads of other Bible stories. Just with the people next to you, tell and encourage them with your favorite story of breakthrough in the Bible where you've seen God break through in somebody's life. Bible story, not your own, so go for it. What stories in the Bible of breakthrough do you know? Share your favourite one with your next-door neighbour. Okay. Anyone want to tell me their favourite story of breakthrough? What about you guys on the front row? Zacchaeus a breakthrough into his life that transformed everything in his household. Pentecost, that's a good breakthrough moment, isn't it? Where everything changes because the Holy Spirit's given. Anyone over this way? Chris? Saul to Paul. I nearly preached on that passage today. I was this close when Saul had that massive breakthrough and discovered who God was for real. Anyone in the middle? Come on, you would have a favourite Bible story. 
Gideon. Which bit of the Gideon story particularly? So when Gideon was really unsure, and then he keeps coming back to God persistently, and then God breaks through. Yeah. Anyone else over this side? Don't think you're getting away with it. Ezra, when he fasts and prays, uh, and then he gets that clear guidance. Yeah. Anyone else? Esther. Yeah, I mean, that's a, for such a time as this, that, that verse, where she finally sees breakthrough for the people of Israel, the Jews. There are so many stories of breakthrough. If you've got nothing else to do this week, but, uh, uh, or you're not doing the Bible verses, go back to read some of those stories. Just find those stories of inspiring men and women of faith in Scripture who see massive breakthrough in their own lives. And what I want you to do as you read those is to look for these other two words that all begin with break conveniently. Because we're going to think today about break in and break down. Because I believe really clearly that first of all, we need to allow God to break in to our lives so that he can break down and break out some things in our lives so that we can see breakthrough. So, those are my three Bs. Let's think about them. Let's think about this B first. What does break in mean? Now, some of us have got really negative connotations of break in. I want us to kind of park those for now. I want us to think about break in, about the fact that we need to allow God to break into our lives. If you think of the story last week of Jericho and Joshua, that before he went and marched around the city, he encountered an angel, and he fell down in worship. He allowed the father of Abraham, the God who he knew, to break into his life before he did any of the things that led to the breakthrough that he saw. Let's think about the passage that we had today in Acts chapter 16. You'll find it handy to have open. It's page 1112 in the Pew Bibles. And we see here that Paul and Silas, they've been thrown into prison, uh, having prayed for someone who was like an annoying toddler when hungry, and just really, really uh, saw a massive healing of this young lady, and because of that were thrown into prison. And they're stuck in this prison. And they do this. Oh, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Before we see breakthrough, we need to allow God to break into our lives. The material from this week has taken us to see again a holy God who invites us into his throne room, who loves us with a love that, is, uh, that knows no end. As we fasted and worshipped and prayed this week, We have experienced a God who welcomes us into his throne room. Before we see breakthrough, we need to allow God to break into our lives. There's a few verses that are, well, there's lots of verses, but a few that I wanted to bring today that that talk about God breaking into our lives. The word here is fellowship. We've got fellowship with the Father. 
and with the Son and with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship is such a deep connection. It is an intimate knowing of one another. And it says here in 1 John that it brings us joy. The joy of knowing our Father. Are you joyful today because you love God? Yeah. Some of us don't feel quite like that. That's okay. But actually, if you're feeling in lacking of joy or lacking of peace or lacking of hope, wherever you are, the only place to go is fellowship with your Father. We need to allow God to break into our lives. I love the paraphrase uh, here that is in the message. My computer's been really slow. I'm hoping it's going to catch up. Come on. Press the button. <sighs> Dear me. Let's see if that works. Nope, it's completely died. Yay! Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know Him personally and intimately the one who invited us to God, the best invitation we've ever received. You see, God invites each of us to meet him through his son, Jesus. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that you are welcomed into the throne room of God. And what do you find when you get there? You find a father's smile you find ultimate grace and it goes on here to say you find absolutely terrific promises i love that phrase we don't use terrific enough i don't think we've been given absolutely terrific promises by our father and god so when we allow him to break in to our lives we find a welcome and an invitation to a life that is so full because it is an invitation to be in fellowship with our father this passage is really really familiar let us then approach god's throne of grace with confidence the new king james says boldly approach god's throne boldly as we were worshiping today in that opening section i felt god's invitation to each of us and to me that says welcome home come into my presence in my presence is everything you need for a full and wonderful life so a really big question as we uh, come to the end of the week Uh, first week of the Daniel fast, are you going to allow God to break into your life this week? We often are doing kind of people. I'm a doer. I like lists. But actually, God says before we push for the breakthrough, and I'm going to talk about that later, so don't panic for you doers, we're now to be a beer. Are you going to allow God to break into your life this week? Are you going to rest in his presence? Are you going to allow him to meet you? Are you going to put purposeful times in place where you're going to sit with his word or put some worship music on or come to a touch point and just allow your heart and your mind to rest in him? So are you going to allow God to break into your life this week? We're going to have a a response time, and that will be one of the questions that we'll think through at the end.
And I've got another B, as I said. Because actually, when we uh, allow God to break in, we see something amazing happens. Often he breaks us out. He breaks us out or he breaks down something in our lives. Breakout means a forcible escape, typically from prison. Well, that's what happens here in this passage, doesn't it? We see it really, really clearly. There was a forcible escape, typically from a prison. Thank you, Acts 16. But another definition, which probably is more important to all of us, being that we're not in prison, is freedom from whatever formerly held us back. Something that held us back. Are you going to allow God over this year to heal you, release you, help you find freedom from things that hold you back? So, Acts chapter 16, if we go back to it, maybe. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaking. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. They had a breakout physically in that moment. But God wants us to break through and break out of all of the areas that hold us back from being free. God is the only one who can help us break out of some of those things that hold us captive. Believe me, we try to fix stuff ourselves, but actually it's God who wants us to rely on him, to let him break in so that we can break out from things that hold us captive. There's loads of Bible verses I could have used here. But uh, here's one. Isaiah 48. He's talking about the covenant he's got with the people. That's fellowship. That's being in his uh, covenant relationship, that really close relationship. He's going to restore the land, he says, and he's going to say to the captives, come out. Or another translation was, break out. Corinthians 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to read the whole thing, but I've just put verse 17 on there. 2 Corinthians 3, 16 to 18. But whatever, uh, but whenever anyone turns to God, the veil is taken away. What's the veil? It's all the things that they couldn't see before they knew God. All the things that held them back from seeing who God truly was. Now... The Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is... Read it with me. Freedom. Freedom. There's freedom. You see, God wants to free us from whatever holds us back, from experiencing the goodness and the greatness that he has got for each of us. And so it goes on in verse 18 of uh, 2 Corinthians 3. And we all now, with unveiled faces, it's all gone because we've got freedom, contemplate the Lord's glory. We can see God face to face. We're being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord. God wants to remove those veils from us, those chains that hold us back And God's spirit breaking into our lives 
means that finally we can see healing and we can see grace and forgiveness and joy. I long for that in my life, don't you? I've got the honour of being part of our prayer ministry team here. Uh, We spend six to eight weeks with, with one person just praying that God will break into their experience so they can break out from the things that hold them back. Again and again, we see freedom. Again and again, we literally see God breaking people out of things that have held them back for year on year on year. Perhaps this year for you, as you consider what it means to break out, this is the year you say to me, Simon or Katie, that you're going to have prayer ministry. You're going to say, do you know what? I'm going to commit to a process where me and God are going to break free from things that have held me back. So the second question, what is God laying his finger on at the moment that he wants to break you out of? As he breaks in and shows you what he thinks of you, what things are holding you back? What are you going to do about those things? As we travel through this Daniel fast, perhaps that's a question you need to sit with him with and say, what am I going to do this year, Lord, that helps me break out of those things that hold me back? It's a lovely little verse in Micah chapter 2 that says, and it's a promise of God, he is the one who can break through barriers and he will lead you out. You will break out, pass through the gate and leave. Your king will advance before you. The Lord will lead you himself. This year, may that be the testimony of so many of us that we break out of the things that have hold us back. But finally, we're going to see some breakthrough this year. I'm going to say it again. We're going to see some breakthrough this year. We are going to see some breakthrough this year. Not with my laptop, apparently, but we're going to see some breakthrough this year. I am longing to see some breakthrough in my own life, in our family lives, in our extended family, in our church. A breakthrough, a sudden and important development. If we look at the story of Paul and Silas, we assume that the breakthrough happened when those walls crumbled down. And you could see it like that. But I actually, as I was reading it again, felt God say, do you know what? The breakthrough happened after that. It's about the jailer. And I love this story. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? What an amazing story of breakthrough. We assume it's about Paul and Silas being let out of prison so they can get on carrying on doing God's work. But actually, this story, the real breakthrough, is in this guy's life. Because who then becomes Christians? His household. And I'm sure he then went on and faithfully witnessed to other households as well. This guy had a big breakthrough. He discovered who God really really was. The results in the jailer's life were unbelievable. That's breakthrough. That's breakthrough. And so I guess if this story teaches us anything, 
Perhaps teaches us that break in and break out leads to breakthroughs. You see, if Paul and Silas hadn't been singing and being in the throne room of God whilst in prison, this jailer would never have known that they were believers of the king in such a passionate way. They were calling in their worship on the God who loved them. And they weren't in prison, they were in a throne room. That jailer saw that. The breakthroughs that we're longing for will happen, but we need to allow God to break in and break us out before we're going to see them. <laughs> Hi. I've got Simon going off. I was like, hang on a minute, he's not here. Okay, good, moving on. Is he following me? Break. Second point, no. Is that often the break in and the break out are not visible. So remember all those passages about scurrying away and just being you and God, having times with Him on your own. Often the break ins and the breakouts are not what we see. We just see the breakthroughs. And we love celebrating those breakthroughs, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But we need to allow God to do something in us behind the closed doors, perhaps in a prayer ministry room or on our own at home or with the ones and twos that we love to pray with. And as he does something in us that isn't always visible, we need to patiently wait for the breakthroughs. We need to patiently wait for the breakthroughs. I love seeing breakthroughs. I I, I chase them down. But only when I pause do I realise that actually God's at work in me before I see the breakthrough. Do I make sense? That sometimes the break-ins and the break-outs are under the radar of what's going on. And we can't always see what God's up to. And we can't always understand what he's doing. They're not visible and they often don't make much sense. But then when we get that breakthrough, all of it makes sense. We can see what God has done as he broke into our lives. We can see why he set us free from that thing, because then the breakthrough comes and somehow it all makes sense, which is my final point, because we do need to celebrate celebrate the breakthroughs. We do need to celebrate the breakthroughs. We're not very good at telling each other good stories. I've had three already this morning of people saying to me, this happened this week, that's a breakthrough. I saw some healing this week, that's a breakthrough. We need to celebrate those stories because they're not stories about us. (laughs) They're stories about God at work in us. They're stories of how we've allowed God to break in and break out and then we see breakthrough. In a couple of weeks' time, when we're gathering here with IIC, we'll share lots of stories. That will be our service. We'll share stories together. Why? Because they point us to a God who is at work, a God who is breaking down walls, a God who is breaking through in all of the situations that we long him to do. So if you've got a story, come and tell me. If you'd like to share one on the 27th, please come and see me so I don't have to chase you all down. Please tell people, tell friends, tell family, tell church members of even the littlest breakthroughs. Why? 
because they build our faith and because we celebrate together and because we're family and we should celebrate every little breakthrough. These stories that we will share lead us to worship. And so that's what we're going to do now. I'm going to ask the band to come up. And I'm going to ask those questions of us again as we think about breakthrough. And let's pause for a moment on that first question. Am I going to allow God to break in to my life today? Doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian or how short, God's got something for you right now. He longs to fill you with his love. He invites you to experience his presence. He longs for you to come and just be with him. What an amazing truth that is. And as those verses reminded us, you're invited to come and be with him. And his promise is, he will welcome you with open arms. So I'd love you, if you want to, to stand. If you would love to say to God, I want to let you break into the whole of my life today. I want you to break in so that I can experience your hope, your joy, your peace, your love once again. Break in to my life. If, if you feel like you'd like to say that to God, why don't you stand with me? And as we uh, sing the next song, it's a song that says, will you break into my life? Will you, will you come? Will you meet with me? As the band lead us in that song, why don't you sing and say, God, I long to experience your presence right now in this moment. Come and meet with me. So let's use the words of the song. But let us just whisper to God, God, I long to meet with you. Let's come with hungry hearts and open hearts, ready to experience his presence.